great pleasure to welcome CISPRO back to What's Next. And we're going to be talking to Deirdre Fryer, who is the Head of Solutions for CISPRO Africa. Deirdre, great to see you. Um, very interesting times that we're going through at the moment. And you're looking at businesses and you're looking at uh, ERP systems for businesses that are looking to digitize and, uh, you know, the operations. How can an ERP system help them achieve their digital transformation objectives that we're hearing so much about? And what are some of the benefits that uh, they can unlock using these ERP systems? Hi, Akian. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. And I think you're right. You know, business is going through so much change. I think even pre-pandemic, you know, business was changing anyway because consumer trends were changing and needs were changing. And we've now just seen an acceleration. So one of the nice things about, I suppose, if we can look for a silver lining when we're in a pandemic, is that businesses have really woken up to the idea of how technology can help improve and how technology can help evolve. And I think this is where the big topic around digital transformation is really, really coming from. The aim of digital transformation is not to throw out the old and put in a new. Um, the key focus is really just about how do we take what we have and make it better? How do we improve it? How do we evolve it? And how do we advance our existing processes? And this really for us as an ERP vendor, CISPRO, really where we see business applications coming into play. Um, an ERP system, I always tell our clients and our partners, should virtually represent what's physically happening. When we want to achieve true digital transformation, that's really the end goal. Everything that we are physically doing on the floor, in a warehouse, in a sales team, we should be able to have a virtual image of that, a virtual representation of that in some form of digital record. And, and this is really where business applications like ERP come to the fore. When we can achieve that, when we can achieve that virtual and that physical reality being represented almost real time, what that really allows businesses and organizations to do is rapidly respond. Um, it allows them to be agile because they've got real-time information, real-time data insights, and really can then, as a business, make real-time changes, decisions, and manage what's happening across the organization. And so we believe that by implementing an ERP solution as the heart of your digital strategy, uh, we can easily then also allow your organization to bring in new and improved technologies, whether we're talking machine learning, artificial intelligence, self-service bots, or even just being able to access a business application from anywhere, whether I'm on the, in the car, whether I'm on the road, whether I'm at the airport, or whether I'm working from home. Yeah. Um, what it really allows us to do is to work as a business effectively, no matter where we are or where we're situated. And I think this is what's really come out quite strongly in digital transformation. How do we make our day-to-day -day processes and our day-to-day -day applications easily accessible, but also still allow us to drive efficiency and manage our organizations. Interesting. And I guess adding a lot of agility as well is what I'm hearing in your voice. Now, interestingly, throughout the For pandemic, sure. organizations of all sizes and industries have had to respond to several of, the, of these kind of challenges and disruptions. How would business software such as ERP assist these businesses in adapting to overcoming these disruptions caused by the pandemic? I guess you touched on some of those, uh, you know, things in, 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 in a second ago, but I think if we do go deeper, you're adding a lot more flexibility and agility to actually do the business that you, uh, you know, designed to do and free you to focus on the important things, right? 
For sure. I think, you know, the pandemic has woken businesses up to digital transformation. You know, before the pandemic, it was a nice to have. It was something everyone was thinking about. It was, you know, mm. we'll get it when we get to it. Uh, what we've now seen is a lot of people go, we actually need it now. We, in order to really succeed and be successful going forward, it's no, it's no longer a nice to have, it's now a necessity. And, and I think that's really where the power of technology has come to the fore. We've become so embraceable of technology just on our personal lives that we've suddenly realized the value that that brings at a business scale as well. So I think, you know, when, whenever I look at this, businesses are made up of multiple teams. A business is not one person or mm. two people one or two teams. I mean, there are so many different touch points in an organization. And across those teams and departments, what you really need is a system that end-to-end covers that, you know, um, and that's really what an ERP aims to do. It aims to make sure that you've got that single system that allows all the different touch points to be immersed in the process. And, and so, for example, I always, I always like to give a sales example. If I'm doing sales, and my sales can come in in many forms, whether it's via an e-commerce platform, a sales rep on the road, visiting a customer directly, or if it's a phone call or an email, that sale gets created. But the outcome of that sale is that I then have a whole business that needs to react to that sale. Um, mm-hmm. My warehouse team, do we have the stock? My procurement team, can we get the stock in in time if we don't have it? You know, this. That impact of one sale being created filters through the organization. And the quicker we can get insight into that across all the different streams, the easier the business will be able to make sure we can deliver and we can commit to that customer satisfaction. And that's what an ERP really aims to do, is that that one place capture, but exposing that data point to the entire organization so that everyone can continue with their piece of the cog um, and make sure that the, the outcome of success is going to be there. So I think, you know, an organization that embraces the technolo- technological changes can make the most um, out of embracing an ERP system and really use that to maximize their visibility into their demand, their inventory, their capacity, and their supply chain and finances. And we have seen that companies with digital platforms are more accessible to data and were able to respond more quickly because they were digitally more prepared for it. So I think the benefits of agility that an ERP system brings is really what's highlighted the necessity of this for most organizations and businesses. Very interesting. And, you know, one of those processes go wrong in an organization. You've got to think of the implications that it will have down the line in everything that you do. Now, some organizations may be intimidated by the process of implementing an ERP system. I mean, what is the best way to implement an ERP in a way that doesn't disrupt their business? So, I mean, the, the intimidation is, it's a fair intimidation. I think it's a human intimidation because we know an ERP system does span across every single part of the organization. But I think when you look for a right fit solution, um, you know, it shouldn't be about changing your processes. It should just be about enabling the processes. So if you get your ERP system right to your business process, it should just be about aligning an application to your processes. So your business doesn't change. Mm. Um, But potential way that we capture information changes. And if we can get that right, the transition is a lot more seamless. I think it's where we sometimes find a challenge of where the intimidation of an ERP is, is we we aim for blue skies up front. 
And sometimes what you want to do is you just, let's get the basics right first. An ERP or a journey of digital transformation is not something we do day one and then it disappears. It evolves and it should evolve with the company. So aim for the basics first, then go your next step, then go your next maturity. What's our next objective? So I think we should always choose something that includes the features that we know we want to grow towards um, and then plan from there. Get those basics in, then go for your growth strategy. And for a software, we want one that handles our finance, our supply chain, and our manufacturing across the organization. And, and really that one that's going to bring us strong business insights so that we can be collaborative and we can be responsive as an organization. Okay, that's very, very, very good. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, what I'm also hearing is that, you know, it's, it's organic growth, right? You, you don't do everything at once. Uh, focus on what you need to do and uh, build on that, do that properly. I mean, when you look at the key features and tools organizations should be looking at in an ERP system, what would they be? Sure. So this can, in itself can be a daunting task because there are so many different ERP applications that are available to businesses. I think what's really key, though, is to look for a system that is designed um, for your type of business and for your type of industry. Um, a lot of ERPs focus on very specific verticals or markets. And, and the beauty of that is that they're designed to sit quite, fit quite seamlessly into your organization. Um, there shouldn't be too much change. There shouldn't be too much customization that has to occur because it should be designed to handle your processes by default. So if we look at it from a CISPRO perspective, you know, our, our application is industry built for manufacturers and distributors. And therefore, we know that that transition is quite seamless because of our knowledge and understanding of what manufacturers and distributors need. So, so meeting or finding the solution that fits your business capabilities at least 80 to 90% of the way up front already fast tracks and makes this journey so much easier. When we start to think of key functions, I mean, obviously, it's those key functions that are crucial for your organization. Yes. Has, it, has it got the right financial supporting capabilities? Is it going to allow you to help manage your customer and your sales engagements intuitively? Is it going to allow you flexibility and visualization and, and management around your supply chain? But I think on top of all of that, if we take the business requirements outside, I think what's also key is to look for a solution that evolves, um, one that makes sure that they're staying on top of the technology trends as well as your industry trends, and that that comes into the application continuously. Because an ERP system that is also continuously evolving itself is definitely going to be a system that's going to support the business's need of future-proofing. Um, and that way, making sure that you are on this journey for years to come with a system that's going to support you into the future. Good, good advice. St. Deirdre, Deirdre Fryer, who's the head of solutions for CISPRO Africa. Thank you for those amazing insights. And you've, uh, you, you've, you've made it less complex, uh, ERP, because it, it, on the inside, when you, mentioned, uh, when you mention an ERP system, people get palpitations, but it shouldn't be that way. It's a logical approach. And at the end of the day, your business is going to benefit tremendously from it. Uh, Deirdre Fryer, who's the head of solutions for CISPRO Africa, thank you so much for joining us on What's Next. Thank you. It was great being here.